Hello and welcome everyone to episode 35 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going? Uh, the English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju number 8. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball's had a bit of a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> Lot, lots going on with it coming to Fortnite and uh, superhero coming out in the U.S. And if you haven't been keeping up with the manga, uh, I won't I won't spoil it here. But it's been it's been doing some fun stuff, and we'll be going into a new story arc after a little bit of a break. Yeah, that's uh, it's really cool. And uh, if you want to hear him talk about that, in case you haven't, uh, you were actually a guest over at uh, with Masako X. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, catch me talking about the newest chapter on his channel. Um, it was just a little stream that we did. Very yeah. very last minute. <laughs> but, uh, as someone who, who grew up being a fan, it is one of those like, whoa, moments. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to talk to him. So. I'm sure, I'm sure. Because, man, it, it's hard to believe how long he's been at, at this. Yeah, seriously. It's cool. See, cool to see you get that recognition. So definitely check out <laughs> well, more of Brandon over there. And uh, it's, it's, it's fun stuff. But we're, we're talking One Piece. And we can't talk One Piece movies until we catch up. And we have a long way to go. Because <laughs> oh boy, I, I can't watch One Piece film Red. I mean, it's, it's probably open. But I, I don't know. I feel like it feels weird to watch later One Piece stuff when I'm back all the way here. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it personally. <laughs> yeah, probably not a great idea. <laughs> So yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump into One Piece and try to do that. Ca- ca- try to catch up. You know, they'll probably have yeah, three more movies there. out by the time sort we of. get to this. That <laughs> yeah, up. probably. Uh, but yes, chapter one hundred and seventy-one, Koza, leader of the rebels, and you know, there's one thing to stop a hypnotism ploy to, to erase your friendship, and that is a a, a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. She's clearly in a in a navy uh, uniform, so I don't know what Django's doing. Like, you have no shot, bro. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> she she is clearly a high ranking officer because she has the whole coat thing going on. Yeah, she's got the jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Um, hey, like you didn't uh, you didn't brainwash your your bro, so that's good. But <laughs> yeah, but I don't know only one chances. thing stronger than bros, and that's uh, that's the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's a it's a fun design uh you know i i don't find her any more attractive than others <laughs> but it's, just, I mean, hey. it's a taste <laughs> they they have a taste yeah but yeah definitely higher rank than what full body was because she gets the whole jacket mm. oh, situation yeah. so we'll have to see how what develops of that but in the meantime we're in in the thick of it because the plan is definitely in place and right off the bat things are getting very chaotic cobra is gone cobra cannot be found in the capital apparently went out in the middle of the night and everything's under surveillance but they cannot find him chuck is like well only pell was here because he's really good at finding people but of course pell is knocked out by all sunday at this point got his neck snapped so uh (laughs) that's not good yeah and Chuck is just like, okay, I can't lead the army on my own authority. Where is I need the king? I, what do we do here? Mm-hmm. This is not good. And turns out they found they found him. He's in Nanahana, and it's like, oh god, what's going on over there? And they yeah. don't even show you Nanahana first. It just straight goes straight to Koza riding out on a horse from Kratoria to see what's going on. And he, he's you know he just like the way that you're seeing the tension build. Like we have this mystery that the the king is gone. And, you know, Koza here is like he's saying, you sunk to a new low. 
well, he's thinking about his dad telling him to trust in the king. Like, and even getting this this flashback is, you know, Koza working on it. It's like, you know, you know the majesty is a good man. And Koza's like, I, all you folks say that. I don't care less. I didn't come to Yuba for his majesty's sake. It's just you know, all about that country. It's showing the, the build up to it, how he got pushed to the point. Don't, don't know how he became the leader because the rebel army was over 100,000 strong before he even joined. And he's just like, hey, don't worry. Once the rain, once it rains, the suspicions will cease. And then it's just showing that degradation, the heat, yep. the dried out city, the canals being destroyed. There's no water. hasn't rained in over a year. A baby crying just to emphasize that. I think I mentioned this during the, the first Koza flashback. But like he's definitely like the kind of character who's just has like an absurdly strong sense of right and wrong. And so you're sort of seeing him having to like sit by while all of these things that he like he's watching all of these bad things happen and very clearly does not like feeling powerless about it. And I really like this conversation he has here, like with the king where like he's, you know, just like we have the dance powder, like like use it. And so like the king is being very he, he's wait, he's trying to, you know, wait for things to play out. You know, he's all about patience. So it feels like I don't know, it, it feels like a practicality versus like idealism. Is sort of like the, the the clash that's going on here. Yeah, and the thing is, Cobra is in the right here. Like, yeah, he, he. If this were a normal circumstance, if Crocodile wasn't manipulating things behind the scenes, he's in yep. the right. He's like the dance powder would only bring more misfortune. This country is not the only one that needs rainfall. Hmm. It's it's like, hey, if it rains, the rebellion might end. It's like, no, it would only make matters worse. It's not that simple. And yeah. it's it's it goes again is so black and white with this and yeah. it's just like no no i'm i can fight now i'll be back for the rain and it's just it, it does it, the other thing is this flies in the face of what he knows about cobra what you see going on is like why is he being so foolish this is not cobra what we see here obviously yeah I, 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 man, I don't, I don't even know how, how, like, like my way of apologizing for taking the rain is to put and put the dance power incident behind us. I'm going to sacrifice Nanahana and burn it to the ground. I don't think burn that helps off. things. Yeah, I, <laughs> and and I mean, if that wasn't like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like this was sort of the point where I feel like the citizens should have probably realized that something was up, but then sort of kind of given up the game here where we have the little kid who tried to join the rebels uh, mm-hmm. shows up to confront the king it's kappa i think his name was I, or, you know, he, yeah, he's something like that yeah yeah he was you know coming up to the to cobra like you stole the rain that's why this country dried up and he just kicks him yeah is this your king as they, the, the quote goes <laughs> right it's the, the, just the frustrations are so built up at this point and I mean, we as readers, like, it's pretty quickly obvious, like, oh, this is Mr. Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to have this confrontation between Koza, just, I, I, I like these look of Koza because he's still, you can sense there's still some trust in the king. Yeah. But seeing him do this, it's like, again, Cobra saying, I've come to apologize while burning this place to the ground and just, like, Koza not being able to take it. It's like, what is going on here? I Again, it is... So obviously not Cobra, but I think the frustrations are just so high. It makes sense why it's, yeah. it's going down like this. And I Coase really love the, unleashing. that speech, the, the, like the speech that he gives where he's just like, at least lie and say you're innocent or you'll destroy the trust they had in you, <laughs> which not, it feels like he's kind of talking about himself. <laughs> you know, he's also talking about the 
people of the country. But, you know, I think on some level, he doesn't want to believe what's happening in front of his own eyes either. And especially because, you know, he has his father who is absolutely dedicated to to Cobra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think that there's that one to have that trust in his father. But just seeing this in front of him is just, yeah, <laughs> it's just too mm-hmm. much. Like he, you can see him struggling with this, 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 these two kings he's seen, he's seen and not being able to figure out why it's like this. And then yeah. he gets shot. Oh yeah, and then he gets shot. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and if you didn't know it was Mr. Two at this point, that <laughs> then the, smile. the face he makes. Yeah, it's like, all right, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if things weren't escalating enough already, <laughs> I know it is such an insane chapter of things happening where all of a sudden yeah. a huge ship crashes into the har- harbor. And meanwhile, Koza, with this really good, again, continuing good speech, the whole country's been waiting for you to declare your innocence. That's why we rebelled. At least I did. And that's oh, such man. a really yeah, powerful that moment. That hurts. Because he, oh, he really is the kind of character that just believes that he's trying to do the right thing. And like, ugh. yeah, I, I think what gets me is that this this is a really good way to show just like how volatile socio-economic political situations can just be like manipulated by one bad actor because oh, yeah. like these are tensions that were already there and then what crocodile's doing is that he's he's basically just like throwing the spark into the fire oh yeah and just getting yeah. every like the thing is, he's riling everybody. Up. As we see throughout these chapters, his plan is brilliant. Yeah, like yeah. it is so meticulously set up. By far, the smartest plan we've seen up to this point in One Piece. Yeah, like no comparison, and also serves to show that Baroque works up to this point have seen have seemed like mostly a joke. Like they don't yeah. they don't seem that threatening, but the ship that- the plan. All the little players in this is just. I wanted. I wanted to talk about the ship because on, on that next page, that like th- that shot of Mister One and Miss Doublefinger walking like down to the middle of the street while the ship is crashing in behind them might be one of the coolest panels in the manga. So just far. that scale of the ship. Yeah. Is insane. Oh yeah. Insane. And th- 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 that's it. They they're like, all right, spark is set. Light the fires. Let's go. And th- yeah, the you know, <laughs> getting treated by his men. The royal army has the royal army in quotes has left. <laughs> and there is Mister yep. Two. They're in, right. That reveal at the end, <laughs> getting his pom poms on <laughs> <laughs> to to run out of there laughing while all the other like guys that are dressed up as the royal army laughing as well. And that's the end. Yep. It's just that's man, kind of a dark chapter. <laughs> it is a very dark chapter. Just showing why the frustrations are so built up and how this whole operation utopia is going down this is definitely the chapter that is just like okay the plan is in motion yeah and just things are kind of falling apart for the for the good side and no appearance by any of the straw hats or vivi it's just seriously just all the citizenry and baroque works and yeah jeez as you said, dark chapter, really, when you when you fully look at it. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to chapter 172, Rebellion. And <laughs> we get the end of Jenko's Dance Paradise. Dance of the Peon Pals. She is so beautiful yeah. that Jenko <laughs> joined the Marines. 
<laughs> He's, I, I I love this. I don't know if we ever see Django as a marine at any other point in the story, but like that 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 is a detail that I just completely passed me by. But I I love this so much. Yeah, we got the the captain from the previous cover story sitting in the background. We got Kobe and Helmeppo. And yeah, uh, I, I like this little and, crossover. We can see Kobe and Helmeppo along with Garp walking yeah. by. God, it really is like. These cover stories are such the perfect opportunity to show these little little side stories of what sort of previous characters have been up to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so super it, well it done and really makes you feel like uh, everybody everybody just has like their own life going on outside of the main story. And it's I, a big world I and I it makes sense that. that these two would kind of meet up, even though yeah, not really. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're both at the the head of the Marines and I, I can't say I have expected Jenga to become a Marine, but hey, there you go. Yeah. Hey. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Now, you know, I, I'm happy for you, man. <laughs> so into the chapter itself again. The scale of this shit. And then the bottom of the bottom panel reminded me. Oh yeah, the, the, like the whole city's on fire right now. But they have no water. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, just everything kind of going from bad to worse. Really, and. Then we get the utterly ridiculous pages of the panels <laughs> yeah. with Miss Doublefinger, where. She's supposed to be, you know, sexy, ostensibly, but those hips are kind of grotesque. Yeah, a bit. I, I think it's it's supposed to, like, the way she walks, it's supposed to be like a like a catwalk, like fashion show. Kind yeah, of exaggerated walk. thing. Yeah, I definitely think in manga form, where your mind can fill in the blanks, it's not quite as uncanny as it is seeing it animated. I'm sure, but even still, <laughs> just seeing it here, it's just so... Yeah, it is just... Like her waist is so tiny. Yeah, it's it's definitely quite bizarre. <laughs> Not an attractive look, I gotta say. <laughs> but it is kind of funny, and I think that's the yeah, point. It's, it's 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 menacing in a, in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things where she seemed the most normal out of all of them, but now yeah, all of a sudden, here's her quirk. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I feel like if, if you were in a horror movie watching something shaped like this, walking towards you like it was walking down uh, for a fashion show, I would also be horrified. <laughs> Absolutely. And they're all heading back to Alabarna because that's where the finale will be. And yep. it's just like, all right. But then we even still got Mr. Two just living it up. It's just like, it's also <laughs> iffy. I King. love it. <laughs> and since I'm the epitome of iffy myself. <laughs> uh, and well, which... As in character as it is, is kind of the downfall as that that little kid who got kicked by him. The king turned into a queen? Is he seeing, <laughs> that's seeing a, him walk down? That's a line. And uh, then just like, yeah. the king was a fake. We've been tricked. <laughs> I have to telephone. It's like, it gives you that little bit of hope and then, until he runs uh, into Mr. One and Miss Doublefinger. It's like, ah, yep. crap. And then you just, all you see is a, a white, a blank panel with a sound effect. <laughs> it's just, ah. Yeah. So ooh, that's a it's it's rough on the kid and it's like everybody's panicking trying to get the water out and that's when the rebels come across the kid yeah everybody's like is this the royal army that did this he's, he's trying to get it out no no it's yeah. like no no nosebleed don't worry we'll take care oh. of that try not to talk it's like no you got it all wrong we've been tricked we can't get it out Jeez. and it's not he just can't hold in enough he passes out and can't relay the message yep. And Koza's, that's it. Koza's like, it's time to bring it down. It's time for the final Poor battle. Koza, man. Ugh. And I, this detail, again, this, this is the part that blew my mind about this plan and just how brilliant it is. It's time mm-hmm. for the final battle. It's like, we don't have enough weapons. Hey, 
That ship that crashed into the harbor was an arms freighter. We can get all the weapons we need. Oh my god, they set it up so perfectly. Yeah, seriously. Like, that's the spark. Like, he literally just, you know, <laughs> alright, just, he's going to incite a rebellion, so just go. Yeah, here's the weapons you need. Go kill each other. Man, I feel I feel like even even in hindsight now, knowing what I know, like like Crocodile's kind of a genius for this one. Oh yeah, and we get the the the, the rest of it where it's the, see them talking in in, Bunch, in the Bucci carriage again, where mm-hmm. it's, we find out that it was Mister Four's team that that kidnapped the king because it's a piece of cake for them apparently somehow. So they're the <laughs> uh-huh. ones that actually got Cobra. Also with with Mister Two changing, I realized something of looking at his design. That's kind of brilliant because I was kind of comparing it to Mister Three in a way. The swans mm-hmm. look like twos. twos. Uh, oh, do they? Yeah, if oh you look God. at the swan with it the way it's art, like look at his shirt. That's a two. <laughs> of course. I don't know, fully intentional, but it really works. I could see it. I could see it. Yeah, it fits into like he has a bit more theming than just the number, but it's like yeah, it's a nice little a, thing. Yeah. Also, dear God, Oda, that must have been a hell of a panel to write to create. It was that that background oh yeah just i so this is the this and the ship crashing in was the moment for me where i'm like i feel like one piece has leveled up oh yeah i feel like i do have specific memories of the anime not being able to quite handle there there, there were a lot of stills uh with these like giant crowd shots <laughs> um, but like this is by far like the biggest scale we've ever seen anything in in the story so far and oh just, like, easily that, that that speech of Koza just like t- like you know yelling out to all the rebels we're launching an all out assault like that feels epic. Oh, <laughs> like, it, it absolutely really does. does. It's, it's it gives you that sense. That, you know they're saying how big the rebel army is, and to see it laid out in a, in a crowd shot like yeah. this is incredible. We've seen they big ships what, from him like, before, but seeing that is yeah crazy. What is it, it was like seven hundred thousand or something like that rebels, something like that. And yeah, even then, geez. you flip the page, and there's Alabarna, and even Alabarna is like, "That's an impressive city." Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like you you could have you could have entire manga take place here. <laughs> oh, easily, easily. But of course, that the reason we're going to Alabarna is that uh, Chuck is finding out what's going on. It's like, no, there's Cobra would never do such a thing. But it's so like, but His Majesty's missing. The time frame coincides without evidence to suggest otherwise. Yeah. So. Yeah. Verbal commanders everywhere are crying out against the king. It's like everybody's taking up arms. We are in trouble. It's yeah. We cannot stop them. So it's up to Chaka to decide what to do. It, especially because it's like, well, it's going against everything he said before. So what's what's going on this then? It's like, well, time to stick with duty. So let's hold the kingdom together and until the king comes back, and we're going to destroy the rebels. Yeah, like, uh, and then again, seeing just the, that other just massive crowd shot of all of the um, the soldiers. Uh, yeah, it's just like this is war. <laughs> oh, it fully is. It fully is. We have had a full a full blown on war break out in this goofy pirate manga. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going back to Rain Base, and you can just see both sides preparing for battle, and it just goes to Crocodile laughing it up inside the casino. Yeah. It's uh, he basically was laying out the plan of them. It's just like you can hear the death rattle and just he's so taking it in. He's laughing it up, it's, especially when both sides are just claiming defend Alabasta. Yeah, like, he. I feel. I feel like God. Yeah, Crocodile just knows 
he just knows how to manipulate people and he, he knows how people work and just how to drive them to do the exact thing that he wants them to do like it just that is that is a sign to me of a good villain of just like like mm-hmm. a character who was just always in control no matter what the uh no matter what the heroes do right and i i it took a while to build him up to that because he always seemed threatening because yeah. he had that aura to him but to see yeah. the way that he, it's not just seeing all of his little pieces come together exactly because well, he, he breaks it down right here he was just like he he had uh you know orchestrated acts of sabotage in order to destroy crumbling towns that people spread rumors they'd been wronged by the king's army and he just undermined uh, people's trust in their king at every turn until the frustrations were overflowing and it's just like dang yeah <laughs> that is it, it's probably the biggest co- combination of strength apparent strength because we've seen multiple people try to kill him and with a sand sand fruit it's kind of like smoker so that's gonna be a little yeah, hard to take down like what do you do with mm-hmm. that and to have that mind as well like he is absolutely our biggest villain up to this point oh yeah and vivi just so desperate just knocks over a chair and is just trying to crawl all the way back to uh, you know to get out of there it, it- just the way that, like, she just, you know, got a, got a little map. Like, if I can get there before the rebel army does. It's just like, I, I, you are tied to a chair right now. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do much. But Crocodile's just like, hey, we're going there too. So I need to ask your father a question. And uh, he's like, well, who do you value more, your father or your people? But you're welcome to come with us. Offers up a key. It's a key to the cage that the, the others are in. And tosses it into the banana gator trap door. He is just eating all of this up. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's he's having because he's he feels like he's won. <laughs> Everything's come together. He's captured the straw hats. He has Vivi. He had all the you know the operation is going off without a hitch. He has every right to be confident, and it's yep. not like he's so confident that he screws up his plan like he did like uh, Kuro did. It's, yeah, everything is still in place. It's honestly kind kind of incredible to see how how well Oda has just like completely built up this villain like, mm-hmm. I, I even even now re- reading back through this like yeah crocodile is one of the best <laughs> oh yeah i agree so uh yeah and that's man that chapter flies by mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and get into chapter 173 banana gator and yeah for a little bit we have just the fun straw hats and animals panels again so yeah no cover stories yeah no cover stories for a while we'll get a i guess a little break <laughs> so uh, let's just jump into the chapter itself. And it turns out we have about eight hours before people start fighting each other. There's time to make it there, but you'd have to leave right away. So what are you going to choose? Save your friends <laughs> or go save your people? This is, uh, I accidentally dropped the key. I love how Luffy's just like, banana gators? Like, what the heck <laughs> are those? Like, those are gators are growing out of those bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he thinks they're fruit, not animals. Well, I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, one of them eats the key here, is, yeah. as VVCs. Yeah, one of them eats the key, and <laughs> I love how Luffy throughout this entire thing. It starts here, but he just keeps saying it. Go make it spit it out, like like she's capable of that. <laughs> because banana gators apparently even prey on sea monsters, so these things are no joke. Yeah, seriously. Crocodile has this line here where he's like, "They think that anything that falls in there is food." So I wonder. Is he keeping these guys well fed, or are they just always hungry? I mean, like, that's... I, I, I don't, I don't want to imply any kind of like animal abuse happening here. But <laughs> are they ferocious because he's bad with animals, or are they just naturally ferocious? I'm gonna guess I want to believe naturally in the ferocious. So they're I don't banana know. gators. Eh, true. Sure they're friendly. 
I mean, they have to be somewhat appealing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do I do love this a uh, little bit uh, on the next page where, you know, Zoro's like, if we could just open up this cage, I teach those lizard, lizards a lesson. And then Luffy's like, well, duh, we can't get out because one of them swallowed the key. And Zoro's like, I know that. <laughs> Luffy is somehow not only dumb, but also expects other people to be as dumb as he is. Pretty much. Pretty much. And even beyond that, it's not just the key is trapped with banana gators. He's getting rid of them completely because, like, hey, the water's going to rise here. Everybody's going to drown. So uh, I don't need the secret room anymore. So bye. <laughs> there was no need for that. But he, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, let's <laughs> just right, kill him. Let's score, we got a James Bond trap earth. here. Let's do this. Yeah. He's just like, all right, I'm not he's not playing games. <laughs> yeah. And what's really interesting about this, I, I find from the artwork is we don't get much from all Sunday during all this mm-hmm. her face is often in shadows yeah so we don't really see her take obviously crocodile is just living it up yeah yeah it, it really bond villain vibes for oh sure yeah right now and to just dig that screw in just a little bit more he talks about toto and how he's just like stupidly constantly trying to uh, get water and it's like oasis died a long time ago but that stupid old man just keeps doggedly digging away only digs heedless of those reoccurring sandstorms and it's like do you really think it's natural that those sandstorms hit the same town over and over again like that i love that he he doesn't outright say it but you know as soon as nami's like could he have it he he just whips up a sandstorm and just that just that grin on his face i completely forgot that it was him yeah yeah i just Ooh, and that that makes it personal now. Oh yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't personal enough. This that's that's definitely like Luffy has a connection now. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. oh boy, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> he is done. Yeah, uh, and, and the way that you were talking about Miss All Sunday here, they're, they're like, you know, she's leaving the room with Crocodile. Crocodile's laughing it up, and like he, she just like has kind of her head down. Yeah. It's yeah, that's... she's not taking enjoyment in this, it seems. Not in the same way Crocodile is, at least. No. Because we have to remember, she did offer them a shortcut to get to Alabasta. Yeah. Long, long ago, back when, well, back after she killed Igram. So <laughs> we don't really know what she's about. Yeah, yeah. She definitely seems the most, I mean, because, because she's such an aloof character that it's like. Yeah, nothing bothers her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she also doesn't seem to get excited about anything like crocodile does so hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah it's time for vivi to make her choice because the water's coming in everybody's panicking of course it's like what do i do you don't know anything about his people but she's so frustrated and she doesn't know what to do next mm-hmm. and it's finally luffy that gets her some direction it's like get us out of here it's like oh you're begging for your life straw hat from crocodile and mm-hmm. he's like no no if we die here who's gonna kick his butt you always know what he's concerned about (laughs) especially because it kind of ties back into nami is like okay we can either keep going for alabaster or try to heal nami but without nami how are we going to get to alabaster quick enough so that's the same thing it's like we could save the people or we could rescue luffy but without luffy do we really stand a chance at stopping crocodile Mm-hmm. And I love this exchange. It's like, don't be so full of yourself, fish bait. Oh, yeah, you're the one who's a minnow. It's like, <laughs> I know it's like, uh, I, I don't know. That's a good exchange. It's, it's goofy name calling, but I, I love uh, Usopp here. He's like, he's one of the seven warlords of the sea. Just like <laughs> talking smack to each other. <laughs> uh, Luffy does not care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And that's when a when a banana gator start lining up to come in. As tense as of a, of a moment as this is, it's so funny that they're waiting in line. <laughs> I know, just coming up one by one. That's so good. It's VV versus a banana gator, whatever. <laughs> it's just... Yeah. Now, now that we have proper scale for one of these, like, like, because the banana gator just comes in and just like ch- just has just chomps down. Yeah. Like, VV's just sort of like this, just like this little shape in the corner, like. This thing is massive. You never got that sense before that point, but he's eating the stairs up. It is, is it's rough, and Luffy's still trying to call out like advice, like go for the tail, <laughs> go for the tail, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jump up on the banana gator's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it is just not seeming like a good situation whatsoever. Because we know Vivi can't take this thing. What is she going to do? We have no idea. Yeah. Until all of a sudden. A baby transponder snail starts ringing with Miss All Sunday. I also love the note, not for international calls. <laughs> not for, yeah. What counts as international in, like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, no, I'm not going to think about it. Different islands, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody starts talking, It's and immediately Crocodile's like, I've heard this voice before. And all that says is, this is restaurant La Crap. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's, a, that's a good end. Finally, oh, yeah. get, might get to do something. Oh man, that's that's really good. That's uh, oh that, man, that's super hype. Oh boy, yeah, it is. <laughs> and even the SBS gives us a little breakdown of this, the transponder snails, where the baby ones are small and easy to carry, but they have a weak signal that cannot be used to communicate between islands, and they are living things like bugs. Yep. Uh, regular transponder snails are big but inconvenient to carry around. But they have a strong signal so they can communicate with distant islands. They can also be used to send faxes by connecting an attachment, which is just weird. Of course there's faxes in the One Piece world. Of course. And then there's black transponder snails that uh, even remain small when mature, but they like to eavesdrop, but uh, but do not like to communicate with their fellow snails. So they're listening devices. I love how they <laughs> built in animal natures into this for how this. But they, it's like, it's fine. They, they don't mind the captivity because they get fed. It's it's cool. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no animal abuse. <laughs> Glad at least they uh, at least Baroque works that who seemingly employ a lot of transponder snails. Uh, they treat them right. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's a good point. So, time for chapter one hundred and seventy four, Mister Prince. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's just, <laughs> I like, do love right this chapter that. cover though. Oh, <laughs> Zoro with the monkeys. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, they're just just having a little bath together. It's mm-hmm. cute. It's very cute. But yeah, restaurant la crap. Uh, <laughs> it's like, wait a second. I thought I had all the straw hats in, straw hats in the cage. There are more? I love that, that panel of Crocodile in the bottom right. <laughs> He's slowly realizing. It's like, wait a second. What's going on? Oh, no. <laughs> and Luffy's already ready to give it up. It's like, son, no, don't shut, <laughs> shut up. Yep. And yep, yep. Sanji gives himself the name Mr. Prince. Ah. Oh. <laughs> because, of course, just this fun back and forth between the two i'm not gonna tell you where i'm at because you'll come and kill me and i'm not <laughs> it's like hey, yeah fair yeah i mean i mean it's debatable whether you can kill me kill me but i'm not fool enough to give out information for free uh, he, unlike oh, you mr pissed. zero and it's just that, that oh, twitch. He's, he's pissed oh he is so pissed <laughs> and then they're calling us like hey you captured they captured us save us and then it's just like oh just and then a fright breaks out over thing it's like that you know a shot and <laughs> that's it it's just like oh man sanji didn't taken down where are you our, our one f- glimmer of hope <laughs> he's apparently at the front of rain dinners 
And they're just like, oh, no, not Sanji. No. The last hope is like that useless idiot. <laughs> <from Zora. laughs> and all the while, Smoker just stays quiet. It's just like, boy, that switch ready to kill him to just like, ah, that fool. <laughs> and then, hey, just just like that, you know, <laughs> Crocodile uh, switching moods on a dime. He's like, all right, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Let's all go out there. I, you know, nobody knows I'm the boss, and it makes sense for me to uh, invest a commotion in front of my own conceit. Because you know, let's go. That's no big deal. But Vivi, still trying to find some time to get out there, is cl- trying to climb up the stairs. God, she's just barely hanging on. Yeah, wants to, wants to go get Sanji, see if he's all right, so she can bring him back here to help. And then, man, that's devastating. Crocodile is able to extend the hook with his sand powers. Yeah, grabs he just, a hold like, of her neck and pulls it. her down. <laughs> Man, <laughs> again, not letting anything to chance. This this situation is so desperate. Like, oh yeah, they are they are gl- grasping for just like any little bit. The water's filling up. She's bleeding from the mouth. It's not looking good for her. And crocodile still smug as ever. Is like, I'll bring that smart aleck, Mister Prince, here too. If I don't, if you don't find a corpse, and just leaves. Finally, is gone. And Luffy is just <laughs> at his wits end. He's just like crap. Yep, ready to be done. Every, every, just every time you think that there's some hope, <laughs> and again, Crocodile playing that part, going out into the, everybody, and everybody's all celebrating. It's like Sir Crocodile, it's him. It's like I was always, and yeah. just him saying, I was always afraid it was coming to this. That this is the king that wouldn't do anything when pirates attacked our towns. He plays the crowd so well. <laughs> he knows like he, exactly what to do. Uh, it's just psychopath. It's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Vivi. About to get chomped, but she's like, no, you've always rescued me. It's my turn to rescue th- you. I really love Vivi in, in this, this like, like these scenes, seeing her, you know, like trying to repay the favor. Yeah. Uh, to the Straw Hats, because she, you know, as the only one who can help in the situation. Like, and it's impressive, geez. too, because she dodges out of the way, jumps up on top of the banana gator and manages to use, use it to get up on top of the stairs. Of yeah. course, it goes after her and breaks things even further, but she does make it out and she's like, okay, hang on. Yeah. I'm going to come back and be- uh, come back and with help. I'm not going to abandon you. And it's like, yeah. all right. And then watching the, and the, like the, the water kind of breaks through the glass of like, the, it's just getting more and more desperate. Yeah. They only have 20 minutes. So whew, mm. just got to keep going. But he goes outside and he sees that all the millions have been wiped all out. The millions. Yeah. <laughs> just geez. Wait a second. I thought you captured him. It's like he took off just toward the south side of town and he looks over and see somebody, spots somebody running. running and just immediately takes off. It's like no one yeah. makes a fool out of me and lives. It just takes off. It, yeah, I like that shadows. all Sunday. It's just like, why not forget him? <laughs> and just, yeah, I, just him in shadow, just the way that, you know, he says no one makes a fool out of me mm-hmm. is, is so intimidating. And back inside Rain Dinners uh, or back with Rain Dinners, the bridge has collapsed. Nobody knows exactly what's going on. All Sundays even yep. confused what's going on. Uh, everybody's sort of trapped here. And Vivi's like, oh no, how do I get out of here with the bridge collapsed? And well, maybe we can't get out. But now Baroque Works can't get in either. All according to plan. Oh, uh, just seeing him sit there playing the slots. Playing the slots, <laughs> having the glasses on. Yeah, There's Sanji. Okay, that's a legit cool hero moment. It is. It is. He's got quite a few left. Oh yeah, he does. Chopper leading Chopper on a wild go- Chopper's leading Crocodile on a wild goose chase. That's that's good. Oh boy, yeah. He we fi- we finally outplayed him. 
<laughs> yeah, Sanji. Sanji is the only one. That, that is something else. Sanji is the only one to have outplayed Crocodile consistently throughout all this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I complained before that he kind of he, he's kind of been the butt monkey of this arc. He has not a lot to do, but when he finally has something to do, he's awesome. Yeah, he really stands out. Yeah. So oh, man. let's get to that final chapter one hundred and seventy five release. Chopper acting as decoy, which is kind of brilliant. It's great, yeah. He doesn't know what he looks <laughs> he... like, and Chopper has those forms, as we'll see later. I, I immediately yes. thought of that. I was like, that's so good, because he doesn't know that, it, you know, he thinks he's just a pet. Yep, yep. And she's like, wait a second, didn't you just get shot? Me? Yep. And, and then it's like... uh, we got this fun little explanation of the flashback. <laughs> yeah, where he's just like, hey, do this for me. He beat up all the millions, <laughs> and just like, hey, I need you to do some acting. And it's like, <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, hey, great acting. Thanks. Can I go now? Nope. And <laughs> just knocks him out. <laughs> just knocks him out. <laughs> There's some others that are over there. And all right, go take care of them, Chopper. You know what to do. Chopper just starts calling out, my name is Mr. Prince, as he beats I love down everybody. <laughs> I love He's like, I'm finally helping. Yes, I'm helping. It's so, it's so cute. Yeah, it is. Well, cute while he's just, just completely just pummeling everybody. Yeah. And I love the detail. That his hiding from crocodile is in his typical way, even in his human form. Yes, that you, you <laughs> cannot see that in the previous chapter, but it's obvious that's right so here. So good, and yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yep, and that's when it's all going down. We see uh, crocodile chase after him, and then that that close up of Sanji just walking through with all the commotion, where he's just got the got the shattered in screen tone, and uh, you know got the glasses on, smoking. It's it's great. It's it's really cool. It, it works so maybe well. one of my favorite Sanji panels. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then we got Tiny Chopper just <laughs> shakily going by. Yep. <laughs> <a> crocodile. <laughs> it's oh, it's it's so so good how they're just he balances that humor and the coolness with it. Yeah. And actual threats. And then there's an actual good idea here from Nami. It's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. Gators, come get us." You know, come chomp us, uh, you stupid man. And I love how he's like, still calling them bananas. Yep. I was like, they're not bananas. They're gators with bananas on their heads. They're animals, not fruit. It's like, what's the difference? They're both edible. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, technically, but. <laughs> and I, I, I thought of this, too. It's like, oh, that's brilliant. That's a good idea. Just yeah. use, use the gators to break it open. But the cage is so strong, it actually breaks the gator's teeth. Holy crap. That's actually pretty crazy. Right, I I Look, did not expect we, that. We one. just saw it, ch- like chomp through the um, like the stairs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess I don't think I don't, I don't think they like explicitly say that it's because of the uh, the sea prism stone. That's my assumption. Maybe I I don't know much about the sea prism stone to say whether or not it has it's that dense that it, nothing can shatter it. But yeah, I. I would believe that. We, we've also seen animals break their teeth on Mr. Three stuff. So maybe Mr. Three constructed this before mm, anything maybe. else. I, I don't know. It doesn't look like one of his creations, but it's it's what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. All the while, Smoker's just still just calm. And meanwhile, he's more interrogating. It's like, how much do you guys know what Crocodile's up to? Because that woman with Crocodile, you know, Miss All Sunday... The world government has had a bounty on her head for 20 years of over oh. 70 million berries. That's only 10 less, 10 million less than Crocodile. Yeah. And he says, from the moment those two joined forces, there's been more at stake than just the fate of this country. 
the whole world could be in trouble if they're not stopped. Well, that's ominous. It's like, oh my god, what is yeah. going on here? <laughs> the, the the stakes have suddenly just like skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And Luffy's like, I don't care. I don't need any more reasons to kick his butt. Just let me. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's right. Yep, and it's salt water that's going in there, uh, ocean water, because Luffy starts feeling weak from the water. Yep, well, there we go. I do like this um, this little bit from Zoro where he's just like, if I were a better swordsman, I could shatter this cage. Mm-hmm. He is really upset with himself. He's like, I wish I want to break through these things. I can't break through them. This sucks. Yeah. And then we get, it's not polite to roar at the dinner table, and this amazing spread. Oh, bad manners kick course and that that look on the banana gator that looks painful <laughs> it just looks like he kicked him in the nuts yeah the nuts the stomach whatever it's he's whatever, down yeah. and just just the massive scale of this thing i mean we, we saw how big these things were with vivi trying to escape but just like we have just this massive spread and you just like this lot, tiny little sanji with his with his legs straight up in the air and mm-hmm. it just oh, wow it's wow. so good. And then you get the That's shading so on the rad. next page. And he actually coughs up some stone or something like that. He's like, bleh. <laughs> yeah. God, he, he owns this entrance so much. <laughs> yeah. The gator goes down. All of them react. Even Smoker looks kind of impressed. Yeah. And then cigarette out, pointed to the uh, to the crew. Been waiting long. <laughs> he just Wait, has to huh? look cool. He has to. I'm proud of him. I'm legitimately proud of him. Uh, <laughs> he finally got his time. It's about time. Well, and of course, he he, he can't just let a good moment be a good moment. Because the second he comes in and he's just like, you love me now, Nami? <laughs> it's like, like, yes, 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 I love yes you. get us out of here. <laughs> and uh, I love this thumbs up between Luffy and Vivi. He's like, good work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that again, that other panel, the leg going up in the slow motion. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's so good. And Usopp's calling out, just kill him. It's like, no, and Spoker's like, no, no, kill the third one that came in. Why that one? It's like, are you, it's like, no, don't you recognize the growl? That's the one that swallowed the key. <laughs> wow, Smoker. That's amazing. Like, wait for Smoker <laughs> to show off that he's just that observant. Yeah, I kind of forgot that detail. He's, he's helping and, and is just apparently ab- absurdly observant. <laughs> then we go back to Crocodile. It's like, oh, they lured us away to rescue their comrades, but it won't help them because I have the real key right here. I love that it's shaped like a banana. Yeah, he loves his banana gators. Miss <laughs> All Sunday's just like, you're evil. And left nothing the chance. Like, here's your hope. But even that is a false hope. That's how good he is about these plans. Yep. But unfortunately, it still wasn't enough because... Somehow or another, and I'm shocked by this, they didn't show more. That they, they just yeah. have them escaped here. Where all the banana gators are down, Mr. Three is out of the gator. <laughs> and we can just assume that they used his wax wax powers to create a key and get out of yep. the cage. And just get that little handwritten note is a see you later, crap gator. <laughs> From Mr. Uh, Prince. And, assume- it just, and it just ends with the key clink coming down, like the uh. key being dropped. So it's good, so good. But I am shocked they didn't show that that, that Mister Three I'm really shocked came it, back because the anime does. It makes for such a good end of chapter zinger. It really does. But I feel like there, you have there, as a reader, you have to make a connect a lot of dots because hey, yeah. this you have to go for this key, and then all of a sudden, hey, here's Mister Three, and I've yeah. I've looked and there's no sign of Mister Three getting coughed out, even with that chunk of stairs yeah. that we saw. Yeah. 
I, I definitely think in terms of the anime, I think actually showing that is probably the better. T- I don't know if, if I assume we're going to flash back to it, right? Maybe that, that, I, has, I don't that see, has to be what happens. Maybe that's what happens. It makes sense that they would flash back to it, but mm-hmm. I, 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 I pretty sure the anime shows it actually happening mm-hmm. and in, in real time. Yeah. But I, I can see yeah. I can see if there's a flashback next time for this one yeah. to just be like, OK, I'm out of pages, but I want to have them escape this episode, this this chapter. And yeah. it'll make for a good stinger because. Let's, yeah, let's do I, I just I, I love that jump personally between between Crocodile going like I have the real key, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then he's just just that that handwritten note on the next page. Just like I, I feel like we are slowly seeing the cracks where they are starting to get ahead of Crocodile bit by bit, and he is just like, it's just irking him a little bit more and a little bit more. It, it's something that ha- he hasn't been able to lock down his control around. Yeah. And yeah. Oh. it's it's really good. But there's still an SBS. I don't believe there's anything too major other than like pointing out that you had the, S- the S's backwards for the, the, the Crocus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is our chapters. Again, we're getting very lucky because this was basically just all about them escaping from the cage. Yeah, again, I I thought this was the cage bit was longer than I remember, which again, that, that's like our catchphrase on this podcast at this point, but <laughs> I thought it was longer. It, yeah, it was just like, "Oh, okay, we're in it out. Cool." Yeah, that's it. It's, it's so fun. Like it's again, amazing example of just raising the stakes. Yeah. Showing the desperation for Vivi and also having the what the the straw hats have to deal with all this stuff going on like that's yeah that's good is, stuff like i said before I, I really feel like this is the part where one piece is leveled up like just the the, yeah. the stakes i mean the stakes were high before with like we seeing this war break out and we have full context for why both sides are doing what they're doing and it makes like complete sense and of course at the end of the day we only really know like a handful of characters on each side but, you know, each side having just, like, hundreds of thousands of people under their command and Oda being such a skilled draftsman that he can render all of this and make it look convincing and make it look like this, just like this giant battle is about to happen under your eyes. Like, I'm I'm so stoked for it. It's so well done. It's like, it, this feels like the natural next level up after the whole thing with Arlong. Yeah, yeah, for He sure. gets close to that, those... those hundred chapters and that's when he's like yeah. all right <laughs> gloves are right. off let's do this <laughs> yeah and, and then now we have the escalation where we got you know that little tease from smoker that was just like the world might be at stake here yeah the world's at stake and there's something up with that woman like yeah. that she's yeah. been having a bounty for 20 years which that's she crazy. does not look that old so that is yeah, so oh, something man. But uh, yeah, I am excited to read even more and talk about even more because it's just going to keep getting better and better. I, I know oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. So yeah, with that, I believe we've said all we wanted to say about chapters 171 to 175 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter. Just talking about uh, anime manga games at my job. I don't... Uh, 
yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> Nothing to shill this time. It was a it was a big week last time, so there's just like yeah. uh, nice and smooth now. So all good. Definitely check them out though. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at Patreon.com/slash Derek Bittner. That's D E R R I C K B I T N E R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 176 to 180 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. What I'm trying to cold heartless bastard! Don't! Don't you understand? Don't you know how these people felt as they died of thirst? They felt no hatred or anger towards you! It isn't the king's fault this is happening to us, he's a great leader! Those were the words on their lips as they died, they never lost faith in you! But now. You come here and apologize, and what happens to their faith? At least have the decency to lie and say you're innocent!